0: So, Rory, what is their way out of this? Because, like, assuming people don't get bored with this, which they probably won't because everybody works from home and has nothing to do, mm-hmm. um, and everybody fucking hates hedge fund people, uh, assuming that every time they they let trading go back, uh, people are just going to keep buying this, it, is, it, is it just going to expire next week when the fucking – when these shorts expire? Like, what –
1: it's going to depend on a lot of that. So right now, I believe short interest is still over a hundred percent. Everyone's looking at this as if the short stop or the, the short squeeze has already occurred. It hasn't. What's happened is it's called a gamma squeeze, and that's when all available options have been purchased up, and uh, and it causes an influx in price. So that's what we saw in that massive jump before. Also, there was that one hedge fund that this week had to start closing its its um, its so- options. And so that's where we saw another increase today. It was sort of like the short squeeze, but they think that like there's still so many people involved in what's going on that there's still a greater short squeeze to so, come.
0: So that means that there's there is still a period where like uh the the value of these things could skyrocket up again as yes. they have to purchase as 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 they have to purchase
1: more shorts. Uh, not even purchasing more <clears throat> shorts. They have to purchase shares to cover those shorts, basically.
0: Purchase shares to cover the shorts, yeah. exactly. Basically, it's going to drive up the price.
1: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So basically, as far as everything that I'm looking at, man, what it seems like what happened was, and I'm going to talk about this on the show a little bit, but Robin Hood is owned by a, a, a parent company, which is called Citadel. Citadel, Citadel. thank Citadel. you. Citadel invested $2.75 billion What a shady fucking company name Citadel (laughs) But So the hedge fund is is Melvin Capital Does Eric
0: Prince own that? (laughs) Yeah, I was actually about to say It kind of (laughs) sounds like a Blackwater company
1: Dude, they had to have $3 billion Injected into them from investors This week in order to cover their costs So they're basically defunct Like they are fucked And that's where a lot of the value jumped up as well Because again, they had to cover those shorts made against GameStop That became woefully undervalued and that's where we're at now. But if there's more to it than that, because clearly there's some other player involved. And there's a lot of there's a lot of people speculating that Melvin Capital didn't actually close out all of its shares. I've been seeing short- that all
0: day. Wall Street yeah. Bets has been saying all day that like yeah. CNBC was just spouting bullshit. It's not actually real.
1: Well, it's not even that they're spouting bullshit. It's technically true. All you have to do is sit there and say that they closed out their shares. You didn't say how many of their shares they closed out. It's still technically accurate. And that's how they get away with that plausible deniability. So the argument, though, is that the reason Robin Hood is doing this is because obviously their parent company has invested billions of dollars into Melvin Capital, who is going to lose out on Friday when either all of those shares expire absolutely worthless or they end up having to buy those shares to cover their calls, which will drive the price up and will hurt them also in a significant way that they can't recoup from. So everyone assumes that the reason they did this today was to scare so many people out of the gME market that those shares could then be pur- purchased tomorrow to mitigate the risk that this company is facing. but obviously that didn't quite happen because everybody fucking held despite their best efforts so
0: everyone everyone held and everyone is fucking damped
1: <laughs> yeah oh yeah dude
0: we, we, again yeah. they thought
1: they were going to drive out the whales like deep fucking value who made 25 you know, million dollars yesterday and lost 14 today you know
0: what's the dumbest fucking thing about the way that they did this is they thought that this would scare people off and now instead they're <laughs> going to open it to a marketing frenzy on payday <laughs> <laughs> Stryzand effect. Yeah. this is the Stryzand effect yeah and the
1: cool thing about it though man the thing that makes it fascinating for me <clears throat> is because um, the reason they did it today was because they assumed that what happened today might happen tomorrow had they do it to, done it tomorrow. So they needed to scare those people out of the market. They also couldn't let GameStop rally today to a certain extent because if it rallied up another $300 today, that's just 600 that has to fall on Friday, tomorrow. So they had to start now. They had to start now if they wanted to do what they were trying to do. Had to. It doesn't matter, I think, on Monday what happens tomorrow. They're going to open the market back up. And if that case happens, then everyone knows that they were full of shit. Because if suddenly on Monday it's okay for this buying frenzy, then what it really shows us is the only reason Robinhood was doing this was so that they could help mitigate the losses of their buddies. And if that's the case then the thing's going to happen on Monday. Everyone's going to make that money anyways, and the fucking dance is going to continue on. (coughs) All it's going to set is the precedent of why they did it. So I honestly hope that that's what happens, because it will make the whole thing way more transparent. Having said all that, I don't know how a company like Robinhood could do what they have done today without assurances from the SEC. Like I don't know how they couldn't have gotten exchange commission fucking, in on, course, on green money. Of course
0: they did, though. But it, yeah. you know what? The Fed, the Fed is fucking headed up by someone who took a bunch of fucking money from Citadel. So like, obviously, yeah. this is you know, like they spent all their time fucking lobbying these people for these exact reasons. Yeah. For these exact kind of well. I don't think they ever saw this exact kind of situation happening to them. But they lobbied them for the next no. for the reason that the next time they fucked up yeah. that they would get, you know Oh, I mean out. Yeah,
1: of course they didn't know it was gonna happen either because that's why they're in the situation they're in now. They know they fucked up. That's why they're trying to stop it now rather than letting it go to its natural conclusion, yeah. which to be honest was gonna be a GME stock valued somewhere close to a thousand dollars
2: mid February. It was going to No sixty nine thousand four hundred and twenty dollars. <laughs> he gets it.
3: Welcome to another episode of Progressive Rants. I'm Nabil, and I'd like to start by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land from which I'm dialing in from, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and pay my respects to elders past and present. Today on the pod, we've got Eric Hodler, Wall Street... What is this? Autist. Autist. Oh, great, great, great. (laughs) And Progress Capital, aka Ian, Rory, and Ben with me. Um... We'll get into why our... Oh, and I'm also Doge YOLO. I'm just putting it out there. Thanks for doing to uh, we'll get that. Yeah, I, I did. I did. I had to. Um, we're going to get into that part two of the of the episode. But today, uh, we're going to start off with uh, the first seven days of the Biden administration and, you know, what it's looking like now that all the dust has settled. They've got their, uh, you know, feet warmed up and everything. No one's attacking the Capitol as of yet. You know, they've been doing some shit. So let's... uh. Let's dive into that. How's that uh, stimulus coming along, guys? Where are we at? Huh.
0: Any,
3: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even
1: get the $600 Sorry. stimulus. Ooh, and it turns out if you move, the IRS and the government have a hard time finding where to send it to, and uh, they'll only try once. So I get to submit it probably as a tax write off uh, in my taxes for this year, but I won't be getting that stimulus, which is fun. It's fun. Thanks. Thanks, gummit.
0: I've accepted I'm probably not going to get this one because uh, I think Biden is going to means test this one a lot more. I can see them dropping it to like.
2: Yeah. I mean, he, he's already powering. been. Yeah. He's already been negotiating down. I think the last one was what was it? Seventy five.
0: Seventy five. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, if they negotiate that down anymore, it's just going to mm-hmm. it's going to lock a lot of people out.
0: Right. Especially a lot of people who live in, uh, in cities. where exactly. the, uh, where Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know. I know that seventy five
2: thousand in in Boston is not
0: seventy five thousand in New Hampshire. I I can tell you sure. that ha, even having just moved from you know New York to the South Shore in Massachusetts, which is still not like the cheapest place in the world, like my salary goes infinitely farther than it did mm-hmm. in Queens. It just yeah, yeah considering crazy.
2: moving out to Worcester, Worcester, and making so the Worcester. commute, Worcestershire. Really? that's, that's, kind, of, that's kind of far.
0: Why don't you just move to, like Quincy? cause Mm, interesting interesting point well like if you were like like, a smaller town or something I would understand Uh, Danielle
2: grew up in the south shore and does not want to be on the south shore
0: is Quincy really the south shore Quincy's just kind of his own thing like Quincy's like I mean it's still on the fucking uh, whatever do your guys thing why don't you guys go to the you're on mass talk yeah, mess, yeah, you're on not, fucking yeah. A, Have you been to, you
2: been to Quincy? Light. Fucking Santa Kid. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> Shit's <laughs> whack. Ah. Quincy Market. Look at me. I'm involved in the conversation now. <laughs> Cobblestones, horse rides. Ooh. Um, I
0: know Boston, but uh, uh, yeah. So that uh, so it it is looking like the stimulus is probably going to be a lot more means tested um mm-hmm. than it was before. Uh, so which about means that it. probably a lot of people are not gonna go uh, you know, get a get in on it. You know, so far what we've seen uh is you know, they've all just been like, Oh, Joe Manchin is now the most powerful senator in all of America, so we just have to do whatever Joe Manchin says. And it's you know, they seem to not have uh fought against that too much. So a little disheartening. Know. Although I did see that I did see that uh There have been politicians campaigning for certain aspects of the stimulus in West Virginia and in Arizona, uh, which is purposely trying to, you know, like have to push these guys into uh, committing to a a strong stimulus bill. But we'll see how it goes.
3: I mean, if you if you go back to um, the campaign videos, um, especially the runoff, the runoff ones I'm talking about in Georgia, you can see like Ossoff and what's his name, Uh, Warnock and even Joe Biden just talking about, you know, you're going to have a fundamental change in your life by voting. You're going to get $2,000 stimulus. You're going to get it. And now, now it's like, oh, maybe it's going to go through committees and stuff like that and then come out, you know, maybe March, beginning of April and stuff like that. And, you know, you, it's the thing is, the thing is, like, you see, this is why I'm scared when Democrats win by a hair because they say shit to win. And then they're not going to deliver because, you know, we, there's more of track record of Democrats not delivering on time. So what does that for, you know, mean in local politics in a place like Georgia where they may win by not so much um, when they're just lying to the people saying, oh, yeah, we're going to give you free money and then not even do that?
2: I mean, literally showing pictures and advertisements of $2,000 checks and then they're going to cut it down to 1400 and then they're going to means test it basically like the fanatic base of the Democrats oh, no, are going to get, get means tested out like, oh, of no. this.
3: We paid six hundred mm-hmm. already, so two thousand means six hundred plus fourteen hundred. We never said right, nothing. and
2: it's like you know the 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 PMC class is 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 gonna like know that, but not everyone is gonna be following that. They're gonna see, hey, we're gonna give you two thousand dollars, and think you're gonna give me two thousand dollars, and I'm just already like imagining all these like uh, slightly more affluent, not even significantly more affluent but slightly more affluent dems just like totally accepting like oh no no i didn't need the the 1400 this wasn't for me right it's like they're doing this right i we all have to we all have to to pitch it
0: like the the discourse around the 1400 versus 2000 thing was so obnoxious because like like obviously they knew what they were doing by saying like two thousand dollars here like i don't care if it was on biden's website uh i don't care if it if it was announced on like fucking c-span i'm sorry the average fucking person the average american voter this is just the reality is not that like doesn't pay that close attention to politics that like they're only going to hear that quick 10 second bit they're only going to hear the rhetoric and the rhetoric was we're going to give you two thousand dollars if you vote for us uh, it's like maybe maybe that was their their intention the entire time to do 1400 and they even technically said so the way i see it is is if so, the messaging was terrible, and I think it's ridiculously short-sighted to think that it's not going to fuck people who did think they were going to get 2000 yes yeah. I,
2: I really am predicting an obvious turnover of at least the Senate in 2022. Right, it, it does not look good.
1: Well, I mean, it really depends on the next... Two years, it's hard to say. I mean, some amazing shit can happen and things can get better, but when you set precedents like that, it's really, really hard to argue that the Republicans lie to you, but the Dems are these honest angels when they can sit there and they can sit there and go, Well, actually, it was $1,400 and the extra six makes it two. And you sit there and go, You're not explaining that to people, though. You're sitting there lauding the the notion that you're going to get us $2,000 checks. And a lie by omission is still a lie guys there's 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 no line there for that and the kind of thing that hopefully the american public has memory on are things like that they're not going to give too much of a shit when there's all these we're hammered with so many current events that become political in this country every single day that it's hard to keep track of that thing that happened three years ago that you're going to be reminded of when the election time comes around again but when it comes to money when it comes to hurting people on their bottom
2: line and in their wallet, people don't forget that shit. People no, never forget that shit. It's the only thing they're going to remember. Yeah. Right. Under and Biden, she, I got screwed over.
1: Yeah. Right. Well, and it's the I, kind of
2: question that you got to
1: sit there and you got to go. I mean, I, it is a good question. Where is the line when we start giving aid to people? If you're making $75,000 a year, um, do you need an extra $2,000 from the government? I guess that also begs the question, what does $2,000 from the government really do? It's sort of a bandit on an axe wound in a lot of cases. Now, yeah, $2,000 pays a lot of rent for low-income people. It pays for a lot of food for low-income people. But if they're right at this point still suffering and $2,000 is going to save them, then all it shows is that they've been woefully undertaken care of by our government. And they're still being hailed. They're still being kind of like the carrot is hanging on the end of the stick, even though the presidency has already been won. Even though the Democrats who have been promising this have already gotten their positions, the, the carrot's still dangling. You know what I mean? Right. So- well,
2: and you know where that money's going to go? It's going to go immediately into credit cards and landlords. Mm-hmm. So who's really getting the bailout?
3: The rich. It's another. It's another transfer. Yeah, exactly. It's still
0: just. A, it's like when the first one came in, the twelve hundred dollars, like that, immediately just went to a fucking credit card that I had. That's oh, eight, yeah. that's all it did. It is immediately went to a credit card. The six hundred dollars did the fucking same. I'm at, I'm gonna end up getting fucked for it because during 2019, I got a raise going above. I'm I'm above seventy five now. Test bracket. So I'm going to, so like a part of me is debating right now, whether I feel like waiting to see if I'm going to get this, this stimulus and then have to pay for it later, or if I suck it up and file my taxes now so that I don't get fucked. But Mm -hmm. I still think they're actually going to go off 2019 or 2019 taxes, no matter what. Yeah. So I don't even know if it'll be. I don't know. I don't know.
2: I'm very lucky. My wife was unemployed most of this year. (laughs) Yes. Lucky.
1: Yes. It was lucky to be unemployed this year. I'll say with my thousand yard stare. Unemployed. Good.
3: <laughs> but um, it's, uh, it's it just, unemployed. I, it wasn't great. It was horrible. I don't,
0: I don't know, man. Like with Biden, it's just I feel like I feel like they're putting all of their eggs <laughs> in the basket that if they can if they can end uh uh you know the world we're living in because of coronavirus within the first year that Biden is in office, they feel that they will probably, yeah, that they, that they can probably retain their popularity. And to a certain degree, I mean, if they do manage to get it, you know, really, uh, mostly taken care of by the summer, it might fucking work. Like it, it might fucking work, but at the same time, I I seriously just doubt it. And I, and I don't think enough things are going to get better materially that there isn't still going to be downfall for this. Cause it's like, is, is there going to be like some sort of massive spending bill to try to encourage, you know, restaurants opening back up, you know, like uh, giving these people the kind of loan so they could get restaurants started again? I, I just don't see it happening. I don't see it
1: happening either. And honestly, yeah. you look at the past year, if they were going to do something to save these businesses, these small businesses from basically going under and having their – you know, whatever land that they owned being consolidated into larger business, they should have done something about it last year. Now it's too late. $1,400 is going to be great for some people. And there's going to be some people out there that are looking at it going, where the fuck was this last year when it was the meeting between life and death for somebody important to me. Right. And now I'm sitting here completely insolvent on the other side of it going great. $1,400 isn't going to give me back the business that I started at the beginning of 2020. And there's going to be a lot of people like that. You had 50 million people last year apply for unemployment. That didn't come out of nowhere, and a lot of those people are still unemployed. Hey, yours truly, and you look at that, and you you don't see solve you you don't solve those kind of issues by throwing fourteen hundred bucks at it. It just doesn't work. The reality for a lot of people, and in the coming couple of years, is going to be this discussion of consolidation, like it's an episode of Sesame Street. We're going to sit and run everybody through what that means, and what it means is that. Bigger companies are going to get bigger. They're going to be able to become more efficient. And in turn, over the next couple of years, they're going to use that extra capital that they've gained to push more people out of the workforce. We are at that point. In history, right now, where technology, automation, and the workforce are coming to a head in 2020, ramped it all up and pushed it all out the door way earlier than I think a lot of people expected. But we are there right now. And I think a lot of people are gonna have to start reconciling the fact that some people are not going to go back into the same industry that they left in in 2020. You can't, those jobs don't exist anymore. And we can set the precedent of moving forward and trying to figure out what it means with so many people being removed from the workforce, or we can have what this administration is most likely going to do, where they try to force jobs into certain industry sectors to push people back into work because that's what the status quo is. And I think personally, and I don't know, maybe you'll agree with me that I think that that's a half measure and it does not solve the problems that we are going to be meeting based on what the future holds for America and civilization as a whole.
2: Yeah, and and you kind of alluded to this too, but uh, the jobs are – even the people who end up with jobs, they are not necessarily going to be the same jobs. A lot of them are going to actually be a step lower. So it's this like redistribution of the jobs that people have down a bracket. So a lot of these people that got laid off this year, they're working at fucking Amazon warehouses Mm-hmm. And now they're locked into it. They're just barely scraping by. They cannot afford to quit yep. and, or gonna, spend uh, the time to, like, go try to get a job at a higher level again that they maybe had before.
0: The the shit we need to keep an eye out for over the next uh Few years of Biden's administration is going to be a lot of states trying to do what California did with Prop 22. Because the kind of jobs you're going to see people going into, like Ian said, it's going to be like Amazon warehouses. It's going to be delivery drivers. It's going to be bullshit, bullshit, fucking, you know, short term contract employees. Unsustainable. Where, yeah. Where, yeah, where the fucking company has zero liability, has zero sort of any, you know, any contractual obligation. No benefits. Yeah, no benefits. beyond The only thing that ever happens is they just pay you for the the work you do. But it's like, you know, such a fucking shitty cut of their profits. Um, I mean, that's been a part of... uh, Well,
2: and didn't Uber just, like, enforce a a drop in on driver profits, too? Like, a mandatory, like, we're gonna stop giving you rides if you don't accept this new rate? Yeah. Like, yeah. They're locked into that. What do you, what yeah. option do you have?
1: It's not only that, too. You look at 2020 and there's a couple of wins out there that got a lot of, of notoriety in the news. I think uh, the one that comes to mind is there was some unionization over at Google for some of their contractors, which, hey, those kind of things are great to see. But while everybody's looking at that, they're not noticing this other multi-billion dollar corporation that you know mostly handles um, the movement uh, of, of product through trucks and, and through... Um, and through delivery methods, completely dissolving their union and hiring, I believe it was Lyft to come in and do their moves for them now, which is just contract position. So they've taken this union that had Instacart, a good Instacart, correct? I think it was Instacart. And they had, yeah. they had a whole union, they had 401K, they had their pension, they had good salaries, and they dissolved the entire union and fired all those people. And the sad part about that is half of those people are gonna end up working for the company that took the contract from the company they used to work for, and they're gonna end up as contract drivers where they're making overall less in every single way. And tons of companies see this. I mean, back when I was living in Boston, hey, more Boston talk, uh, I was working at a company that had their entire IT department outsourced. And what that is, is obviously, is just another company that they you know, hire through that it should be giving them benefits, but because of the nature of contracting, uh, doesn't have to. They have to pay them a little bit more and then they pay for their own benefits out of their own pocket, as if that in any way makes up for losing your
2: 401k in health insurance. It just doesn't. And, and and I I I honestly don't know how they get away with selling that. I mean, they sell it as this like we're doing this. It's a workers' bill they to sell protect it our workers. An hour. That's why we're going to spend billions of dollars in this campaign to pass something like Prop 22, which sets a precedent for other states. Yeah, and you think it's a good thing, but it allows them to dissolve your union. Right, and they, and they can sell that somehow because they just are is, so and massively – Why is it, is it would they be stuff? spending money on it if it was good for the workers and not them?
0: There is a, a question. huge portion of the left that does not fully realize that while there are so many like humanitarian issues that you do have to care about, that you don't – so many people do not put labor front of mind in the things that they worry about. And and it's just like prop 22 was one of the saddest versions of this, of just people not realizing that it's like chipping away at labor is one of the most dangerous things you can do to the lower middle and working class. And, and it, God, dude, it it wasn't
1: spun like that though. That's how they get away. No,
0: I know the advertising was so fucked up. The Mm -hmm. advertising, I forget what it was. Didn't they have drive, uh, not drivers, passengers like uber customers had yeah. to fucking get like say yes to prop 22 on their phone to like get a fucking ride like it yeah was it was like
2: man. i'll vote prop 20 i'll vote yes on prop 22 cancel and like those are your options yeah. like obviously uh, that's not legally binding but that's
0: uh, that's in your head it's disgusting man yeah. it's this I, mean, I have I- a question
3: i have a question yeah. so who pushed for prop 22 so hard uber
1: Uber. The, was Uber, right, Uber and establishment. It, it was yeah. Are you, guys, was are you, guys,
3: aware, are you guys aware of who this uh the chief legal officer of Uber is? Yeah, it's uh or wait, the chief chief legal officer? So the one who's basically the chief architect behind everything that's legal Uber and all this shit. It is drum roll Maya Harris's husband who is the sister Mina of Maya Harris yeah I saw a thing Mina about it
0: I saw a thing about it today she was trying to like make jokes about uh uh like the people trading on the stock she was like what's the deal do- I don't, like don't understand the difference between like a Wall Street bets guy and like a finance guy and I'm like well Number one, one is autistic. Number two, like, like number two, uh, uh, And
3: I'm we're just not saying that I'm if you go if you go on exactly. the if you go on the Reddit
0: using uh, their own
2: language. Yeah.
3: yeah. 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 We're quoting them. We're directly quoting them.
0: We're yeah. Autistic. One guy's one guy is trying to get a Hamptons house, Wall Street Bet's guys are trying to get tendies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw <laughs> it, it was like uh, yeah. <laughs> I saw one. It was, like,
2: uh, January 27th, A New Hope. January 28th, Empire Strikes Back. January 29th, Return of the Tendies. It's, like,
0: <laughs> it's been so funny watching news outlets yeah. have to, like, publish, like, have to publish people's Reddit usernames when they're, like, quoting a qua- a comment that they decided to put in there. And it's, like, it's, it like, the user... It's, like, user... It's, it's like user thick dad lover (laughs) (laughs) user potato in my ass (laughs) saying shit
2: like I saw one it was like (laughs) I put painter's tape over my cell button with my wife's boyfriend's name on it (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah like it's like it's just so funny watching people be like these like activists and i'm like oh my god dude these are all guys that joke that they're so bad at trading stocks that like the only person they're getting rich is their wife's boyfriend
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a funny group you of know, people but you can get past the language oh, dude, it it it's, really it's like but I'm,
2: now like i'm on wall street bets you're seeing like every other comment like fuck robin hood fuck hedge funds oh, yeah. eat the rich like what
3: it's, yeah. yeah and that's that's like, I why i follow, love this
0: like i've been following that sub for like a couple years like i i only i only sub to it pretty recently but like every now and then i would go lurk in there because it's objectively like one of the funniest subreddits that exists it's like so yeah. ridiculous I was, tell, I was telling i was telling nabeel before uh we got going that like I like a year ago. I was I was lurking around on it, and this kid went viral. Like some like dumb eighteen year old kid did some crazy put on on Facebook, mm-hmm. and he ended up in the span of like two minutes losing like hundred fifty thousand dollars. Like there was like a moment where it <laughs> dropped one fifty, and this kid just Lost went them. like. Ugh. Like he just literally made that sound, and then like it was like he's like an eighteen-year-old kid. Like, how was he supposed to pay this? He's he didn't just, have the
1: like, money. Yeah, That was
0: Wall Street, bets. Was Wall Street yeah. bets, and now people are like these activists. I'm like, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, it's fa- it's fascinating because on the one hand, like when you are on Wall Street bets, like if you like they have rules where it's like you can't post your losses if they're not monumental losses. So right. every now and then you'll see somebody come through who's like, well, I was doing great until this happened, and they'll they'll show you a timeline where the guy's like, oh. He put a hundred thousand dollars into the market. Oh my god! Here he is at five hundred thousand dollars, and then the next is him at thirty thousand dollars. And you're like, "Oh boy, that's tough." And they laugh about it. They laugh about this sort of thing. Yeah, the people uh, that lost. Yeah, the people well, that yeah. lost sit there and they post it for for Fucking the Gen points. Z man. They the just of, love, they love pain.
0: Of the ropes they're going to hang yeah. themselves with. That's yeah. like their joke, and it's like it's just like. <laughs> just so ridiculous watching these guys like be in the news as like a redditor yeah. uh but i also like love it so much and yeah ian you're right it's like I, i've been hanging around it obviously the past couple days and it's just like every single one of these they're like dude fuck these hedge funds like it's literally not even about money anymore like it's not no. even about money no. anymore like fuck these guys like dude, and fuck, if oh that, God, and that, that i think if there's, there's going to be
2: a, a positive takeaway from any of this it is that um Mm -hmm. that people are seeing just like how much of a farce like how many people in the past 48 hours learned anything about the stock market literally anything and not only just anything but like how it's rigged against you right and so it's pulling the curtain back on on the whole and it's just and again it's like of course 2021 is the dumbest year (laughs) So the way that's going to happen is through a bunch of self-proclaimed R words with wife's boyfriends, YOLOing their life savings into meme
3: coins.
0: (laughs) It's literally like, it stands true. That thing that they bring up on Chapo every now and then where it's just like, whatever you think it's going to be like, kill that idea and imagine the dumbest possible outcome. And that's what it's going to be like occupy wall street lasted for how long like a year like over a year i mean like it was you know you had occupy wall street you've had the progressive movement in 2016 with bernie sanders like the rise of elizabeth warren the fall of elizabeth warren bernie sanders rising and then like nothing coming of it and then a bunch of fucking dorks on reddit like killed a 12 billion dollar hedge fund in two days by yoloing stocks like it's like It's the stupidest
3: possible outcome. It's fucking incredible. It's Mm -hmm. incredible. Blew my mind. It's going to change. It's going to change finance going forward for sure. Like now, there's just. I worry about that. I I mean, yeah, there's obviously a
2: snowball effect here that could lead to uh, these hedge funds, their debts going to the banks, and then the banks get bailed out, and then we're cut off and. Yeah. The well, finances collapse. If this you, could be bad.
1: Well,
0: we're <laughs> going to get left holding the bag. Yeah. I have oh, yeah. doubt on that. If you, you think what's
1: just- happening is going to negatively affect the billionaires, you have not been paying attention. It's one of those things. You've got an issue that involves multimillionaires and billionaires investing their money into the market and always usually winning and if not winning, often being bailed out. And then you've got a group of fucking Memers online who just Bankrupted a multi-billion dollar Hedge fund and By basically doing the same things That these hedge funds do Economic terrorism Except doing it in complete open and they're telling us that this is a bad thing. I got a whole rant if you really like
2: want me to get into the fucking GameStop thing. It's been driving me crazy.
3: I've I think, been sitting here. I think, I think we should. I think uh, let's just get into it. Yeah, I already, mean, just
2: like, the last point that. on that. I think if there's yeah. any good to come from this, it even if the billionaires win again, which they will, that people <laughs> will have seen like how absurd it all is and see how unjust it all is. And then if they even if they win again, then it's going to be like. Everyone sees, oh, it is really rigged. And hopefully this, right. you know, turns some heads. Cause some reform would be yeah. nice. As yeah. long as... But see, here's the thing. The thing
1: that bothers me is you sit there and for years, the stock market ran on a predetermined set of rules. And now basically in the one of the first times... Average people are succeeding heavily on the market in the ways that have only been reserved for these rich billionaires. And now they're crying afoul from it. And And now they
3: want rules. Now they want regulation. And it drives
1: me fucking crazy. It pisses me off. And the thing is, is like I keep seeing people online and they're sitting there going, you know, the stock market's not a casino. It's not a casino. That's what all these people think. They think it's a casino. And I sat there and I thought about it for a long time. And I kind of came up with a thought. I was like, when you walk into a casino and you start winning immediately, like that casino kind of starts to look at you. And if you take millions of their of their dollars, you know, in the first couple of hours you're in there, they're going to kick your ass out. They're going to kick your ass out because you're a normal dude and you're clearly counting cards, even though, as we all know, counting cards isn't illegal, but it will get you banned from a casino if you're taught doing it. Certain entities want to make these traders feel like what they're doing is something wrong. But what they're doing is the same thing that multi-billion dollar hedge funds have been doing this entire time. Those funds are just upset because you weren't supposed to be able to successfully bet against them as far as they're concerned, right? You never see a casino kick the whale out. They don't kick whales out. They kick out the average guy who takes their money. But they go ahead and they comp the rooms and the meals of the rich person who comes in to gamble. So if you want to make that analogy, go the fuck ahead. But it bugs the shit out of me. If you want to, if, if it is a casino, then it's still a rigged casino, okay? For people who don't seem to understand too much of what's going on, we've been talking about GameStop and and the absolute rally that it's been making. And it's, it's basically uh, about short selling, and there's these things called short squeezes that happen. And you can do a lot of research into that, but I kind of want to just kind of put that to the side and not explain too much of that. What you really need to know is that um, – Robinhood is basically this auction house where you can buy and sell shares uh, of various stocks. Um, And it's supposed to be a free market system. Okay. But the thing people don't seem to realize is that Robinhood is owned by a parent company they're called citadel and citadel invested 2.75 billion dollars of their money into a company called melvin capital which is a hedge fund that needed around three billion dollars injected into it this very week in order to cover the shorts that they made against gamestop that it became pretty much horribly undervalued and that's a very light way of saying to it so if anyone's wondering why it is that a company like Robinhood could stop the trading on a a company like GameStop. You don't need to look too much farther than Citadel and its relationships with a hedge fund that basically just got put into the fucking dirt by average people sharing memes on Reddit, okay? Now, here's the main issue I have with all of this. If Melvin Capital had bet correctly and GameStop had taken a monumental crash, none of this would have happened. The American public would have been told you need to understand the market, and some people win, someone loses. And today, that was you. You were the loser. But the second the loser happens to be those billionaires that are hanging out in the market, suddenly the big news shows are calling into those same people that they usually interview on the market, and suddenly it's inappropriate and it's not what's supposed to happen. And you have all these people sitting there talking about it, okay? Suddenly you have experts crawling out of the woodwork to assure the public that, no, this stock isn't actually worth that much despite everything telling you that it is when it turns in trading. Okay, so that's another thing that kind of confuses the hell out of me. You got the rich here and they're sitting around arguing that this never should have happened. And as far as I can see, the general public on the other side that is in the know about why this actually happened when it comes to short squeezes and gamma squeezes, they agree. They absolutely agree that this should have never happened. They're just simply taking advantage of the situation for happening. Hedge funds, though, should have never been allowed to push the number of shorts on GameStop to a place where it exceeded the number of shorts in existence. That's why this happened. That's why a short squeeze squeeze occurred. This is what the problem is in the first place. It doesn't make the people over at Wall Street Bets evil or manipulative. It makes them smart enough to understand what the result is going to be if they, in mass, buy this stock during this preset. Um, you know, number of of things that happened. They knew that if they bought the stock right here and they bought it in mass, they could accomplish something like this. This could have been accomplished by any multi billion dollar firm. Don't kid yourselves that this couldn't have happened to other groups. But instead, it was a bunch of randos discussing the market on an open forum, and that bothers the elite even more because the result is that they won while they were doing it. What I don't happened- think it
3: bothers them, Rory. I think it scares them. I, I so- bother,
1: scare. We're just arguing semantics. Yeah,
0: there's nothing that scares them more than an organization of people that can put their money together to go directly against the market manipulation that they usually perform. Exactly.
1: But so what ended up happening today was basically a travesty to anybody who believes in the free market system. And you're going to be really hard pressed to find someone who can argue in good faith as to why this was an okay action to take on the behalf of a company like Robinhood when they didn't just shut off trading altogether. They allowed people to sell but not to buy. And that's what screams market manipulation in this case, okay? They wanted to scare amateur investors into pulling their money from the market, running and screaming in order to cover their options that the rich institutions had held that will expire tomorrow on the 29th. I guarantee it. Anyone who argues that these people buying GameStop don't know what they're doing are telling you half the fucking story and they aren't engaging in an argument of good faith. You know how you know that, right? Mm -hmm. It's because how is it okay for hedge funds to do this in quiet, closed doors when they get together and invest their $50 million. But the second that people's doing it on open form, it's not okay. If you're someone with $50 million to invest, but you don't know how to invest that money because you're not aware of how the market works, what do you do? You give that money to a hedge fund and they invest it for you. You give it to an investment firm and they invest it for you. They don't invest it right away, of course. They have an advisor meet with you, the client. That's you. And they discuss with you what they think is the best approach. And then you, of course, have to sign off on it. And then they charge you for the surface. Okay? Meanwhile, you have new investors with far less money, like what's happening now, with very little know-how. And they're asking people for the same advice. And then they're deciding whether or not to invest based on that advice in the same way that that multimillionaire did with his $50 million in the fund. The only difference is that instead of going to a hedge fund expert, they're going to strangers on the internet and making their decisions based on that. The point being obviously that you have many of the rich out there with millions invested in the market who don't know what they're doing either, okay? They depend on the advice of people just as much as the collective of people hanging out on Wall Street bets does. Their losses are obviously usually smaller and their risk is usually smaller, but even to that argument, it wouldn't behoove companies to not shut down trading when those people are apparently afraid, uh, they're apparently afraid for, you know are making an absolute killing off the people that that CEO of Robinhood usually eats lunch and golf with. Suddenly it's a fucking problem. All this is to say that those hedge funds that are, you know, that bet uh, – I'm getting all fucking convoluted now. We wouldn't be talking about any of this if those people had made a killing. Nobody would have said shit. They would have buttoned up. They would have let their dregs take the losses after the stock rebounded back down, and they'd be telling everyone that this is just how this works. You need to understand the game if you want to play. It's only the fact that they lost. And And now uh, that
3: everyone's playing the game, they're shitting themselves, basically.
1: Yeah, those hedge funds are also the same groups that have invested money from companies like Robin Hood's parent company Citadel that we see this issue taking place. Right,
2: it's easy to win a game that you're the only one playing. Yeah, and
0: it's it's you're the referee, and it's and your home core are so intertwined with the government that like they are gonna get some sort of legislation change because yeah. of this. Like they well, will. I mean, there's, there's no, there's been, and I want to say there's been no, like there's been no official confirmation of this. There's mm-hmm. been no official confirmation of this, but there has been a lot of rumors uh, from people that even people directly from the white house had reached out to Robin hood today uh-huh. to, have, read those. to have them to have them shut down buying right. on those stocks. And it's like, it, you know, you got to remember, man, it's like uh, Jeanette Yellen, like has, gotten over two million dollars donated to her from fucking uh citadel you know like over over time well that's what it comes
1: down to being interesting you know it's it's that conflict of interest and let's be honest brass tacks robin hood right was in a direct conflict of interest with its parent company when they invested billion dollars into a hedge fund that failed based on its own actions of people using its own platform and uh, then decided the best way to mitigate those losses was through blatant manipulation of the market that involved allowing sales, but not purchases, right? That's what happened. People are going to tell you that the, in the past, phrases like this have occurred on various stocks, but you should always respond to them by asking them whether or not in those cases, stocks were allowed to be sold. Okay, that's a big fun
3: And not part only that, Rory, who who gets frozen out of it? Like the hedge funds don't get frozen out of these trades; they're fucking still trading. And that's a huge left, part right of it the too. It.
1: There's yeah. a lot of rumors that happened there where they assumed that potentially what was happening was between these various um, hedge funds they were trading GME stocks, GameStop stocks, back and forth between another with increasingly lower bids. And what that does is it artificially drives the value of that market down. And this is honestly kind of corroborated by the sheer lack of trades that occurred today. Because the price, and, and yet the price of GM, or GameStop, I always want to call it GME, but GameStop <laughs> continued to dive, right? The goal was to make it look like there was a massive sell-off that occurred, okay? But most of the people who were involved in this held their stock anyways, despite that faltering amount through that, which I would also call somewhat manipulative. Technically, that's allowed, but we're getting into a pretty nebulous, murky water there, you know? Um, I think that there's only two options here either companies like Robinhood recognized that the amount they would lose in lawsuits resulting in their actions was going to pale in comparison to the billions that they stood to lose had they not engaged in this clearly illegal activity, or they had assurances from the government via the SEC that nothing would come of their actions. And they were clear to act as they saw fit based on the mercurial rules of revolving around high market volatility, right? It had to be one or the other either the government is giving them the go-ahead or robin hood was smart enough to realize that the fines that the government is going to make them pay is less than the billions of dollars that their buddies are going to lose in the shorts that are going to come due tomorrow at the end of the day when they expire and that's I, I
2: always what happens that is yeah. always exactly what happens is they get punished and the punishment is a fucking bailout
0: yeah. you, you, know, you know what we're gonna get you know what we're gonna get we're gonna get a fucking hearing at Congress where there's viral videos of politicians yelling at the guys from Robin hood. And that will be the extent to where it goes. There'll be no, there will be no punishment. There'll be no punishment beyond them getting chewed out and fucking neolibs being like oh do you see how this person fucking owned this robin hood guy and we're just gonna be like oh my god and
1: i hope the american public has a good memory about it ben i really do because here's some things that i want people to take
0: away like it's like the american public will have a the american the the only people i I think like the younger generation i think the younger generation will remember this and i think there will be a lot of people that become disillusioned with arguments of, of that, you know, like the market is just this mysterious thing that you can't understand. It's like that oh, precedent man, is being set. Yeah. You're
1: absolutely right. It's being set that the market's not for average people to make money in. Here's some things really? they'll think about takeaway, because this is what's going to happen, right? GameStop, Nokia, AMC, BlackBerry, and I believe we talked about it earlier, American Airlines are all going to be available for trading again. And at the very least, GameStop is going to have another big rise. And I assume that they have to know this. And I, by they, I mean, Robinhood. And these other institutions, which leads anyone with a brain to see that this was never actually about market volatility. It was never actually about protecting the small guy. It was about mitigating short losses. That's it. This is a gift from one member of the elite class to another. And that kind of makes me sick when I think about it that way, because I cannot rationalize what other point there is to this when you add in all the factors. And to make insults worse, and not to be like super general about all of this, but like we talk about COVID, we talk about 2020. We got 2020, we had 400,000 people died from COVID. We had 50 million people fire for unemployment. The riches of our country made a trillion dollars. But not only that, one thing people seem to forget is that before the fallout, senators were briefed before the public was on this issue. And as a result, many of those senators and members of, of government sold off millions of dollars worth of stocks before that monumental crash that occurred in March and to no consequence whatsoever. Okay? Yeah. And today, these same people are they calling almost for regulation. Yeah. They're yeah. Not calling for regulation because average people have decided to start playing the same fucking game in the same system that they benefited from for decades. And I guarantee you that the regulation that's going to come out of this is not going to hurt those fucking people. No. It's going to hurt all of us. Okay. I guarantee you this sort of regulation is going to hurt average investors and make the market more prohibitive. That's all it's going to do. They're trying to set the precedent that when it's a group of investors meeting behind closed doors and pooling their capital to make investments, this is somehow better and more above board than what happens on a place like Wall Street Bets when strangers do the same thing and pool their capital out in the broad open. Yep.
3: That's where we're at. Well, here's the thing. We're criticizing centralized finance at this point, right? So, like, you know, they they, they make the castle and they are the gatekeepers of this. So Robinhood was like a – It was like a like a slip up almost of them, just like you know they had a little crack in the in the system, and like all right, let's let's let these little guys in, and like they're. Fucking them over right now. So um, my take you, is it is more to... than just letting them in. Like they used their they they literally like
0: a lot of these fucking hedge funds use the data that they receive yeah, from the Robinhood. The, yeah, the like, data.
1: they're selling so, that, that data. Oh, yeah, exactly. we are a product on Robinhood. You yeah. are. Yeah. Robin they're starting. They're just they're starting if it's yeah, well, free. you got to
2: understand. Yeah. Like, where else would their business model be?
3: Yeah. Right. here's my thing. So, so if Robinhood has all this data. And they know that it's, they obviously know that it's going to be geared to go up. If everyone's putting their fucking orders in, oh, like, they, crazy, got a or just
2: they know if you yeah. search it,
3: they That's know what, yeah. if
2: you check it, how often you check it. Uh-huh. They know if you like type out numbers, they know it all. And somehow it's okay for them to use this
1: data to bet for, with, or against the American people but when the American people sit and talk together about it, suddenly it's not okay because the money's in coming the open. out someone else's out, hands.
3: In the open, not in like, you know, behind closed doors on like Bloomberg chat terminals or something like that. Well, and here's out the terminology. The people
1: people seem confused forum. about what insider trading is because a lot of people I've seen incorrectly call this insider trading. Insider trading is simply when you are inside of a company and you have knowledge that will affect the market's stock value and you hand that information to an outside source to benefit from it, that's insider trading. And if there's somebody on Wall Street bets who's inside COVID. GameStop and they're doing that, <laughs> then uh, then by all means prosecute them because that's insider trading. Also, people seem to think that high volatility trading or uh, what is that? Uh, not uh, not high volatility trading. High um, volume. High volume trading. Thank you. Um, is when one person makes a high volume of trades. It's not. It's when a certain stock has a high volume of trades. And the solution that people have brought about, at least what's been floating around between various representatives, is the idea of putting a 0.1% tax on high volume trades, as if that's going to stop billionaires from engaging in these practices. And all I have to say to people who believe that is to wake the fuck up. When you tax something twice, the people who get hurt from it are the poor. And if you don't think that the poor are on the market trading, recognize that There are things called fractional shares. Recognize that there are stocks that cost a dollar and that everybody can be a trader and to not be so myopic in your view. Don't be so infantilizing towards the American poor just because you assume that they can't be savvy traders. You're not doing them a favor. You're not doing yourself a favor. And the only people who are going to win if we push that kind of rhetoric are the people who can handle those kind of transaction fees. And I guarantee you they're not the people on the bottom and they're not the people in Wall Street bets.
2: Yeah, double entendre of uh, the stonks only go up. Yeah,
1: well, I'm telling you, man, this whole thing frustrates the hell out of me. And I'd love to see there to be some appropriate action. I'd love to see people go out and contact the representatives. I want some things fucking answered. I really do. I really want to know how it is that Robin Hood can be allowed to freeze the purchasing of a stock, but not the sale. It doesn't make any sense to me. How can that be seen as an appropriate action? How can that not be seen as a directly beneficial action to a specific group?
3: the further verifies everything we've been talking about. How there's like it's 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 called coming from somewhere. It's like a centralized, like you know they've got their whole clique making these decisions so that they can save their asses. So that's basically mm-hmm. there's there's no other way to look at it. They're they it's
2: pulling the sheep back on it. Yeah, I, that's it. why I think like if anything, the best thing that can about this from the left is people realizing whether or not something good comes out of this, which I don't have faith in really. Nothing good ever happens. Um, if nothing else, it shows that direct action on an economic systems gets attention mm-hmm. and and gets it gets information out there and it gets attention and everything stops when you attack the system, the economic system. Um, if you're not so the right this, person doing the attack. This could be striking. This could be many different forms. This was Meme Lords YOLOing Dogecoin or, <laughs> or fucking Nokia stock this time. But I mean like fuck. You could say that's Praxis.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's um it's uh uh I agree. You know, I think I think the good things we're going to see from it are mostly just gonna be from uh the sheet being pulled off it. But mm-hmm. I mean as far yeah. as you know, what you said, Rory, of like, how can they do this? It's like this, what Wall Street does is, is they're always willing to push and see how far they're going to go because they're, they don't really get sent to jail. They don't like, they only get sent to jail when they hurt their own, but like, mm-hmm. it's, uh, you know, they'll pay fines. And I think what we were talking about earlier about that, likely they just figured that, you know, they may have even worked out a deal with, with the SEC, that oh, like uh, you know that they'll pay they've already met today like their lawyers
2: some, have talked
0: and, yeah they'll pay some arbitrary yeah. fine that they can give to the public and then they'll give them some sort of tax break who, who the fuck knows but like they'll they'll work out something to make it look like they were punished but they're they're not going to be punished for it and they know no. it and that's the reason that they did it is because the market is uh the market they like they like the public to think that it's an unattainable thing that they're really geniuses and that there's no way you can understand it or succeed in it. And it, and it's, it was just them saying today that it's just like, you know what? I don't care if you figured it out. You're not part of our fucking club.
2: Fuck mm-hmm. you. It's a big club and you're not in it.
0: Right. Oh, George
2: Carlin. So <laughs> I hope, I hope uh people are able to push the narrative when that inevitably does happen that I hope that people look closely at it. And if they see that happening, that's the best result that can come out of this. Uh-huh. Is seeing that after something like this, they still win. I think that would be actually a is, great is thing a very to... hopeless
0: but idea, but this, it is so... a
2: great motivator.
0: Yeah,
2: right. Um, because then you know people are going to notice that and they're going to remember that,
1: right i mean that's what i want to come out of this more than anything i don't exactly hope that there's going to be some sort of positive resolution even though you'd hope above all hopes that for once the government would actually represent the little guy that it claims to represent but we're all also kind of you know i think a little too cynical and a little too realistic to not see look look who's
2: on the supreme court if it goes up to something like that
1: yeah
2: they're buddies they're
1: buddies well, I was explaining the conflict of interest, I think, to one of my parents earlier, where I was sitting there going, you know, you look at this guy, and, and um, I can't remember his exact name, but he was he's nominated as Secretary of Defense. Um, we talked about him on the boy, show a while back.
3: Austin.
1: Yeah, and how, um, you know, before that, he was working at a private organization, and he made about $150 million through a private contractor, and how we can't discuss why it's an obvious conflict of interest when somebody who was the the, uh, head of a large private contractor, then becoming the secretary of defense. How is that not a huge issue and how it happens every day and how it happens with multiple positions. And it's happened for every presidency from here till God knows when.
0: and and Not only that, Rory, that also that the things that the Biden administration has very much taken away from the Trump administration that they loved was getting uh rid of the Uh, the rules around, uh, these people going into these positions without actually being out of that contracting world for enough time. Yeah. And they were happy to throw that aside just like Trump did. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that wasn't in the list of like, Oh, we need to rescind everything. Donald Trump did. No, not when it, not when it benefits the the fucking, uh, the establishment stuff that they think needed to go even further. They didn't fucking mind that.
1: Well, that's what I'd love to see as being a nice result of all this is people recognizing that the establishment isn't just the GOP. The establishment is established politics. They're basically two sides of the same head fighting each other because it makes us on the bottom fight each other. And we're fighting each other. We're not trying to improve ourselves. We're going right. to sit there and we're going to bicker amongst ourselves over what happened over to these people in this, in, uh, you know, in, in the market this week. And they're going to make the decision and we're going to fight about whether it was okay or not. We're not going to do anything to change it. We're just going to fight about whether or not it was proved for them to do so. Right. And that will be that. That's how America continues on, and things continue to get worse because we never actually make any monumental change in a lot of situations. I mean, of course, there's some examples, but for the most part, we're just fine sitting around and bickering about it. That's that's what makes us feel better. Well,
0: they're trying desperately right now to find ways to turn it into a culture war thing. You know, there was like a yeah. ton of fucking. There was a ton of articles today trying to say that like. You know that there was uh, uh, neo-Nazi aspects in fucking in in Wall Street bats, and that this oh, is yeah. like, yeah,
2: you know, many of them is- who are on the alt right just like pulled out of nowhere. They had to take <laughs> it yeah. down. I forget and which like, published. Let that. me tell you
0: something. And someone who has lurked around Wall Street bats a little bit, like I have no doubt in my mind that a lot of those dudes are are like kids who are into MAGA but like oh, sure. it, it's still just like oh, yeah. there's definitely focus. the
2: pepe crew oh,
1: there's definitely
0: like a like a pepe crew but like to the extent of like what happened today that like they they think they can frame this as like some like fucking like like neo-nazi like fucking sir. trick that they pulled on everybody it's like no dude it just there's there's a lot of racist people on the internet <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, you know what i want to ask people that on the internet, like there's a lot of shares being I bought right now. Hate to break
2: it to yeah. you. Well,
1: yeah. yeah, but but I, yeah. I, I would respond to those people. I sit there, and go, okay. Let's go ahead and pretend that everybody on Wall Street bets is a neo-Nazi, right? Let's pretend all of them are neo-Nazis. Right. All of them are horrible, awful, alt-right magas at best, and neo-Nazis at worst. This worse. can
2: only go well.
0: <laughs> Great. <laughs> <But> think <laughs> about I'm that. Not this not, is what we I have like to look out for, for man. But, but, but this, what, culture, this culture war shit is. Like how they split people so much. Like they know this. Right. They know that, like, anytime this labor shit gets brought up, or like this kind of t- obviously, this is its own subject, but like anytime it actually turns into like an organization of people that, like, is technically fucking right and left, like that scares the shit out of them. That mm-hmm. scares the fucking shit out of them. And they yeah. try to find any fucking thing they can find that's like, oh, there's all right, there's all right people in here. And I'm just like, yeah, dude, there's also probably like some fucking kids that. Claim to be an Antifa, that are in this. What
1: would it change? change is like, well, right. I was getting around. And I mean, my it's like you don't change
3: anything, dude. I'm glad you guys bring up that point, but this is because this is more of a anti-establishment sentiment as well. This is like people throwing in their dollars. Yeah. Like Ben was saying, I'm like I'm fucking doing this because like for yellow, not even yellow. Like fuck this, this is great, it's entertainment. You know the 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 hedge funds are shitting themselves.
0: I got to see it's a billionaire shit. cry on CNBC for like twenty well, bucks. I lose yeah. every dollar yeah. I put into this. Yeah,
1: tickets
2: to the show. This was just exactly. tickets to the show.
1: It was amazing. Exactly. It should show you how disenfranchised regular people are against yeah. the billionaire. Imagine class. if this was a subscription
3: <laughs> model. Oh dude, we could make so much money. Which hedge fund manager <laughs> would you want to make cry? Buy stocks of this one this month. And then everyone just funnels money in there. Oh, every day I buy i buy money. So through.
2: that would be like <laughs> you would become like a dark hedge fund. <laughs> but like a real one at the same time
1: <laughs> and then make the others
2: cry just charging people to invest on their behalf the but you're just like hedge funds fucking yoloing it yeah. into bed bath and beyond
3: <laughs> what is our investment goal our investment goal is to make the other hedge funds cry basically.
1: It'd yeah, be just as valid. Hard. It'd be just as valid as the other ones. It doesn't. Here's the thing: it comes down to it doesn't. And matter damn it, your why shareholders
2: you want action. They want <laughs> results. But think about it. It
1: shouldn't matter why you invest. It shouldn't matter what your group drives the price of a stock up to. If they think that it's super inflated and that it's not reasonable and it's unsustainable, then they can go ahead and bet against it. It's when they lose that they've got it, like they've got to deal with that fact. Right now, we've got hedge funds that are sitting out there going, "Well, this isn't fair," and everyone's sitting around going we don't have billions of dollars to invest in the market. How is it fair that you can push around the rest of us by pushing people out by shorting a stock or purchasing up the lion's share of a certain person? Like you want to become the, the 10% holder of a company and you've got a couple billion dollars, you can do it. And you can have some serious control over that company and the decisions of that company. But when you have a bunch of normal people doing it online, suddenly they have a problem with it. I just can't understand where the disconnect is. And I think that obviously the secret is that there is no disconnect. They know exactly that what's happening is okay. They just want to pretend like it's not because that's how they save themselves billions of dollars.
3: It's the same people who push against minimum wage. It's the same people who push against unionization. It's it's, uh, you know, same people who push against Medicare for all It's the same group of fucking people who it it is what it is. It's the same people you it's, mm-hmm. it's a, uh, like I said earlier, it's like a pop pushing against the elite. This is the only way you can hurt them where it really hurts. This is but the only way, apparently, not but it's sending not. a message. Well, I mean, I mean, trying are... their best to block everything. They closed down Discord for a bit, they close uh, down um, Wall Street bets for a bit. They're clo- trying to close down all the trading, but like, yeah. well, this is still what, closed no matter what, but really. It is. Like, even if yeah, they, they closed the Discord out. on like. Questionable, like things were being said, and racism. Like, yeah, sure. Of all the times they ended up saying something questionable, it happened to be when they're closing down trading were, on uh, hood and closing down the, the Reddit sub, the subreddit. As well. They
1: were closing everything down because they were terrified that what was going to happen was Wall Street Best was going to sit there and go, Okay, while we're waiting for them to open up GameStop, everyone buy a hundred shares of this unknown, worthless company that's a dollar a share. And we're going to do the same thing to that to show these fucks that we mean business. And they wanted to keep everyone from doing that. And so they shut.
3: They didn't want want them to rally the troops again. That's basically they they shut down the comms.
1: They didn't want them to shift and do it somewhere else because every time they do it, it proves that what the market is, is really just a lot of smoke and mirrors that's driven by two things. And I'll say it every single time someone asks me what drives the market, fear and greed. That's it fear, and greed. You're either terrified of what's going to happen and you pull out or you're greedy because you think you can make more and you stay in. That's it. This is a prime example of it. GameStop, by its valuation of what the company is, shouldn't be worth over $100. shouldn't be worth $300. But it is based on driven momentum by investors. And that should be enough. But it's not for
2: some reason this time. I mean, that's basically what Tesla is on a much yeah. larger scale. And I've let's look at
1: that shit for months. And that's also what happened. The hedge funds also failed there. They all bet against Tesla and they got their shit pushed in. They got their asses kicked by it. And now we have the same fucking thing happening here. And it was too much to handle because we've taken too much money out of the hands of too high a level of person. I don't know who it was. I don't know who it was who kicked all this shit off, but there was somebody who made that call. And it started everything. They called someone who was their friend, who happened to have some high-level connections in government, and they made that call over to the CEO of Robinhood and started the ball rolling on stopping this shit and nipping it in the bud before it got well, too far. I you mean, then one hedge fund. What's going to happen with the rest? The next time they find out that a hedge fund is a little big, too for big, it's trading a little bit outside of its comfort zone, and they, they realize they can do something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, and and it just goes to show they're they're one and the same. The government and these like economic forces are one and the same. The American, well, the American state is basically just one large corporation with private military, private police, private schools, and uh, private privatized healthcare. like arbitrators and board members.
1: I think that's going to be a big problem for the American people too, hopefully, if they're paying attention, because it's mm-hmm. stories like this that tell them who those interests are actually protecting. And it's not us. It's never I, been us.
0: I kind of think that's really the only kind of hope we can get out of this as far as like what actually happens to these people. It's like, other than a fine, all you can really do is hope that like, there will be a level of, uh, tarnished reputation among like hedge funds. Uh, (laughs) I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. Ian is desperately pointing to his fucking username, Eric Hodler. Um, <laughs> I wasn't
2: even trying to point to that, but it's mirrored and I'm done.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, but uh, <laughs> but all we all we can do is like imagine and and hope that uh, enough of their reputation will be tarnished uh, that there is some serious call. Uh, you know, in the future for the left that, that gets a lot of fucking momentum as far as regulating these people, but with Biden just entering office, I mean, this is happening in the first four years, and, and it's hard not to imagine that with the way the news works that something will happen that will ultimately distract people from this, but I don't know. I don't yep. know. All That's we can do is... So you,
3: you, guys, you know I don't play in the stock market, but I was just thinking as, like, Ben was saying all this shit. Um, I kind of want to get in as, like, this is, like, I feel like this is, like, <laughs> a... <laughs> Well, just, this, this yeah, this is like an Occupy Wall Street 2.0, and I can buy into that. That's all I gotta say to that. This can yeah, in. this time it's just That's not much, literally
2: yeah. occupying Wall Street. It's just like you know mean? and the best <laughs> figuratively occupying Wall
3: Street. You don't need to Wall go Street there. It's occupying from home. Yeah, exactly. You don't need to go <laughs> there. You're not gonna get pepper spray. You're not gonna be up. It's not cold. You know what I mean? You're yeah. you're in your fucking house just chilling. And you Come know on, what? Not, there you go. I don't have these
0: three hundred of my three hundred dollars invested for the fucking tendies, man. No, exactly. I have, no, I'm, I'm, a, I'm
3: here, I'm here for the revolution. Exactly. Exactly. I'm here for the revolution. It's
2: literally praxis to trade on Robin Hood.
3: <laughs> I like
0: I'm like sitting here today bitching to my friends being like this is an insult to the free market that like I bitch about all the time. <laughs> like, it's so fucking funny, man. Like it was like I did get to experience over the past two days. Uh I did finally understand to a certain degree like why like Wall Street bets is so like hilariously obsessed with Elon Musk because it was just like with the gamestop thing like he tweeted about it and then it just went like boom and like imagine that like you're an investor and like you invested in something and Elon Musk talks about it, and then suddenly you just make another like two thousand dollars like of course you're gonna be like, oh yeah, yeah, daddy Musk. <laughs> <laughs> makes
2: sense now doesn't it
0: yeah well you saw <laughs> what happened
2: think. to this like signal healthcare when he tweeted about when uh oh, yeah. whatsapp happened oh yeah he's actually
0: yeah. like the worst that i fucking hate elon musk and i stand by it that i think tesla is a totally just like the modern enron but like it, it yeah it's
3: still I mean, is it will joke. crash it it's will unsustainable.
1: crash it will
0: it will
3: yeah. at some point
1: the question but is then, when
3: but just I, like I GameStop. Will, yeah. GameStop
1: will crash one day
3: i at least but, get
0: the joke now i definitely yeah. really get the, the elon musk yeah. joke so that's nice. I guess that's a positive thing to come out of this.
1: Well, and it's funny because uh, half this whole argument that was that was happening from these people, I mean, not to make it super serious again, was the worry about who's going to end up holding the bag. You know, who's going to hold the bag on all this? Who's going to get caught making the losses?
2: And oh, that was- it's... It's Wall Street bets.
1: Well, well that's yeah. always been Wall Street bets. This isn't a new thing for them. They've been pumping stocks and talking about stocks, and then eventually the the whales get out and a bunch of people yeah. are left holding the bag. There will be the, some
2: few lucky wins. winners and just like a massive sea of people who like yeah. I honestly don't care at this point. No. Wall Street because it's-
0: cycle goes the same way every time, Rory. That, yeah. Like even on the grandest scale, there'll still be a meteoric rise Followed by an even more fucking dramatic fall because that's how that always goes for them. Because, of course, all they're doing is swinging for the fences. Like, of course, they're going to miss a lot. And my (laughs) point there is that those people doing those bets
1: understand that more than I think that the government and these entities and these media outlets are giving them credit for. Oh, they're ready to lose. They don't think they think GameStop's the first time they've done this and they're going, oh, well, they also did it with Tesla. Tesla wasn't the first one either. They've been doing this shit for a long fucking time and they – people know fully well aware that there's going to be some people left holding the fucking bag. And again, you're right. Some of them just don't give a shit. They just don't. Some of these people have more money than that. Some of them are throwing $30,000 into it and it's their life fucking savings and they're going to be careful. It's
0: like a Scorsese movie. This would be like the the like montage of them just like doing cocaine and doing super irresponsible (laughs) living fast kind of shit, except Uh it's just dudes sitting at their computer just like making fucking weird language on Discord. But they're playing like the Rolling Stones soundtrack over it in the movie about it. Because it's like they're just reckless, dude. They don't give a shit. Like they don't give a fuck if they lose it. Yeah. It's so
3: it's uh it's where we're at. It's beautiful.
0: And it's but you know authentic.
3: what that gives me hope for? All this shit gives me hope for cryptocurrency because I've been a big advocate for that shit for a while. So... We're gonna you gotta get your shots get, in, Javier. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna hit, hit those moon shots this, this year. Yeah. I feel it. I feel it. No, well, but for real though, like the the whole appeal for cryptocurrency is that it's decentralized. Um, a lot oh, of aspects yeah. I've are. Been, I've don't been, have been following
2: crypto for so long, and I have no idea what my stance on is. It is. <laughs> it's
1: it's going to get a lot more attention now because it's a decentralized <laughs> financial. Some of them it is it's all right. decentralized finance, and so when you sit there and you look at it and you go. I'm somebody who actually very seriously wants to get into investing to make my future better. And then you find investments like this and the government sits there and goes, well, hold on now. Yeah, we're going to let them stop this because is this isn't fair. You're going to eventually sit there and go, OK, uh, can they do that with Bitcoin? And they're going to find out, no, you can't do that with Bitcoin. Can they do that with Ethereum? Well, I know they can't stop the trades of Ethereum. Uh, an auction house can, but there are still ways for you to get that Ethereum if you really want it to. There's no way to stop these transfers. And that's going to be what drives investors over to these decentralized coins right. because there is inherent value yeah. in them. Yo,
0: guys, buy GameStop. It's available. Like, they're selling again. Oh, are they?
3: Yeah. How much I they? 15 <laughs> minutes. Yeah, they'll pull it back down again. Yeah. Also, I, I just it- made... T- just so you, while we were talking, I just made two hundred percent on my Doge investment. Yeah, well, I made like
2: a hundred bucks this episode.
3: <laughs> while uh, we, were talking, while, while made... we were talking, I made. We all. Hey, Rory, <laughs> you're welcome, motherfucker. Fuck <laughs>
1: off. I made five dollars.
3: Yeah, there you go. It's Five dollars. You got five dollars for fucking yapping. Right. Wait. Now, now it's four
1: ninety. Now it's five. Now it's four ninety seven. Now it's five eleven. Now it's five eighteen. Five oh nine. Yeah, real stable stuff. It's good. I like it. <laughs>
3: It's funny.
1: Yeah. Well, on that note, anybody else got anything?
0: I just bought some more Nokia. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
3: Let's do it. (laughs) Nokia to the moon, to the
0: moon, baby, (laughs) fucking moon. Oh boy, it's crazy.
2: Line go. We like this stock.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it. It. Oh, it is crazy what is that
3: line? on Nokia ga- uh, phone games. All in. Why? Why is that line a thing? We <laughs> like the stock. I, I it's, just it's just a Wall
0: Street bets thing.
1: thing. I don't know if it comes from something else, but I see it all the time. I like this stock. It's,
3: it's, from, like, it's from like. It's from
1: going to play Snake uh,
2: like there's no tomorrow.
0: <laughs> it's from shitty like stock YouTubers who like yeah. like this. Oh, I like this stock. Yeah. I we can't love dogecoin right now we love doge
2: doge is
0: love great coins. guys everybody <laughs> put
2: your being a hypocrite is awesome <laughs>